following podcast is provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC, and Answers for Elders Radio. Welcome back to Answers for Elders for our final segment with Daphne Davis, president of Pinnacle Senior Placements. Daphne, we've had a, a great conversation, and, and uh, as we're wrapping things up here in this final segment, I'd love for you to... Um, to talk to me about making that first call, the hesitancy to to begin to get the ball rolling, where your people are afraid, they're afraid of uh, interfering. They're afraid. There's so many different fears that are going in. Why they don't make that call, whether it's for themselves or for a family member, and and how would you comment on that? Well, first, I'd like to tell just a short story. I met with a family up in the Everett area. And mom wanted to stay at home. I think she's only 78 years old. Um, and catastrophic fall help happened, and she was by herself on the floor for a day and a half. And um, family stepped in, and they knew that things weren't quite right. But mom also was very much wanting to be in her own house. You know, let's do some in-home care. Let's figure this all out. And the family, very appropriately, um, wanted to support mom and in her independence. As I was hearing their story... And sorry, Mom, if you're listening, I, I heard that in my own family. Uh-huh. And so I, wanted, I want you to understand that even though I'm the professional who's been doing this for 20 years, and uh, as my siblings say, Daphne, you can just keep everything in a nice little box, I recognize that with my own mother, I was not able to do what I know to do, that I advise other people to do. And that is to just push a little bit harder and open the conversations that says, these are the things that I'm seeing, Mom, what does that mean to you? You know, are you aware of these? Am I am I being oversensitive? But have the conversations. So that's the first thing. Um, this is not easy for anyone. The professional of twenty years is doing the very thing that every other family does: <laughs> so, avoiding, avoiding, and wanting to be respectful. <laughs> right. You know. Right. So I totally understand how hard this is. But at the same time, having the courage to open up the door of conversation, um, I think, is the best thing that we could do in terms of working through the fears. Because usually they're unfounded fears. Hmm. Usually they're societally impressed upon us. Or they may come from a historic event that happened in your family. But this is about a loved one's life or your life. And that as we're aging in place and as we're embarking on this tsunami of, you know, silver, silver tsunami, life is not done if you have to leave your home. Life is not done if you choose to ask for more support. Life is just taking on a different perspective. Mm -hmm. It's a new chapter. It's no different than when you got married and you adjusted to your spouse, when you had children, when they left the nest, when you retired, when you got a new job. They're all different chapters of life, and we morphed through those. But in our culture, sadly to say, these chapters of life at the end of our life are not as honored as those other benchmarks in our life. And it's part of my goal to, to say, let's break out the party. Mm-hmm. The party might happen from a wheelchair, but it's still a party. Mm-hmm. The party might happen with support in your home, but it's still a party. This is life. It's not done. And so the fear is what stops us from having the quality of life, in my opinion. The fear is what stops us from asking questions. Because if I ask questions, then I'm admitting something. Mm. If I ask questions, then I'm committing to a change. 
If I ask questions, someone's going to bug me. If I ask questions, then I become, uh, you know, a burden to my family. If I let my daughter or son know that something's been a challenge, they're going to worry about me. Mm-hmm. If I ask questions of my mom, she's going to think I'm being disrespectful. If I ask questions of my dad, he's going to think that I'm trying to take over his life. If I suggest that driving might not be the best thing for them to continue doing, I'm going to get pushback because my dad is everything about his keys. Right. It's fear. But if you do ask the question and have the courage to ask it, you might after the initial pushback. We will do that. (laughs) It will happen. (laughs) It will. Be ready. Yeah. You might see the shoulders drop. Mm -hmm. You might see a relief in their face. You might even see a twinkle come back in their eye when they get excited about thinking about the next chapter of their life rather than the drudgery of what this means. And it's all in how we we align it, how we think about it, the the perspective that we give it. When we think about senior living, we're changing, but generally it is a negative. Would you agree with that? Mm -hmm. That generally it's a negative. It's it's giving up. Right. It's losing. I can't have control of. Mm-hmm. Not the case. Not the case. When you have an advisor that helps you through this mystery of services and really listens to your story, you will be able to find the quality of life that you're looking for. You will be able to find the place that you can do your bucket list your bucket list, you know, might not be, you know, jumping out of an airplane with a parachute, but it, it, it could be reading the Bible for beginning to end that you never did. Right. It, it could be learning how to watercolor paint. It could be, you know, um, deciding that you want to read those magazines that you've collected all your life on woodworking and you just never got around to really looking at the patterns. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah. It, it looks different. But have courage to ask questions. Yeah, yeah. Daphne, as, as you're talking, I, I'm thinking about a friend of mine who you helped place their grandmother. Mm-hmm. And uh, grandma just passed away uh, recently. And I think about the process that my friend went through and the, the beginning struggles uh, that she had and just not knowing what to do. And I got you connected with mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. And just you helped her navigate through the various phases of of providing a, a place for grandma to be mm-hmm. and uh, grandma passed but my encouragement to her in a note was that you did the right thing yes you did the right thing at the end of the life for that loved one you gave her dignity you gave her a presence of yourself of care of security and all of those things and you need to be proud of that fact that you did that for them. That's exactly right. And that's what this kind of business that you're in, that's why it's such a privilege, I'm sure, for you to be a part of those people's lives yep. so that at the in the final seasons of life that you're giving that kind of dignity and hope to loved ones who are struggling. Yeah, it, and it is, it is a journey, and it is a struggle. Um, you know, that grandmother lived five, six hours away from her granddaughter. Mm-hmm. And now they got to have some time together. But but the process of making that distance shorten and the process of the family knowing what is the right thing. My job was not to tell them what the right thing is, but my job is to help them navigate the information and be introspective and think about what really matters. 
what is the most important thing? And once we establish that, then we can kind of have a litmus test that always goes back to what that highest value is. Mm -hmm. Does this serve that highest value? I think that gives some clarity to the process versus just being in crisis mode and trying to figure this out because, you know, the insurance is cutting off and they are getting my mom out of the hospital or, you know, she fell yesterday or the police are calling because we've had to do well checks too many times and they're saying, hey, fix this. Rather than being in that position, have the courage to ask questions and and seek out information that can help you. I encourage all of you listeners, I've had some very nice conversations with people that have called through the radio station and um, all stories are are valid all stories are unique mm-hmm. and will we will find a solution um, and I, I promise that we will listen to what your highest values are they're not mine I'll share some of mine mm-hmm. just, just to to help you think outside of your box because this is a new world mm-hmm. but they're yours yeah. it's your process yeah. it's your decision making well and that's and as I've watched you um, speak with in senior groups and and speak with 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 seniors I've I've I appreciate that about you is that you're looking at what their interests are, what their values are, and as best as you can, helping to guide them to that place where that's going to be of importance to them, not mm-hmm. to what your own values are, right. but to what theirs are. Mm-hmm. And that's a big difference, isn't it? Yeah, it's huge. That's where I feel like people are informed. You can have an informed decision. Make your decision, but but be informed. Mm-hmm. Um, know what your options are. Know what the consequences of this decision. And I go back to are we going to move m- multiple times or not. It's not a bad decision to satisfy a particular highest value at a given time in someone's journey and have to alter that later. That's not a bad thing. Just know that there will be a consequence to that. Right. you got to have some energy to move again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <know? laughs> yeah. That's the bottom line. <laughs> That's the bottom line right there. <laughs> well, one of the things that we want to make sure people understand is the the cost for your service is covered by the the people who uh who you're working with as far as the uh, assisted living places, That's right. correct? That's so right. So a family doesn't have to sign There's, a contract nope. with you nope. or anything like nope. that? nothing like that. My services are completely free to a family. I'm paid by communities of care, and I work with every community of care in the state of Washington. Um, I'm paid a, a one-time referral fee. I am an extension of their marketing department, and I try to stay as unbiased as possible, um, listening again to your story, what are your highest values and what in our community fits your your needs? I just help kind of weed down your options to the things that work for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I do a lot of pro bono work. I love doing pro bono work because selfishly, I'm just going to tell you all, you all know 36 other people who might need Too my much. services. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, you can just make a simple phone call, you know, to our 855 number. Um, check out our website, gather more information. Well, we've got one minute, so let's give that 855 number and that website. <laughs> what What is the 855 number? 855-734-1500. And the website is Pinnacle Senior Placements, with an S at the end, dot com. So it's P-I-N-N-A-C-L-E, mm-hmm. Senior Placements, Dot com, yes. And you've got a very nice website. I was on it today looking through it and looking at uh, some of your staff and some of the folks that work with you and uh, good company to work with. 
Thank you. Well, you have been listening to Answer for Elders, and we want to thank you for joining us today. The preceding podcast was provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC, and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Pinnacle Senior Placements, go to PinnacleSeniorPlacements.com. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.